0: Hello and welcome to the podcast, Where Did the Rabbit Go?, a podcast where every week we look at a certain claim that has been made on social media, in the news, or something picked up in a casual conversation, and go down the rabbit hole. I'm your host, Marco, and this is show 28 for Monday, August 10th, 2020. Yes, my dear rabbits, you have heard correctly, it's Monday. We're not changing the routine, you're going to receive your weekly episode on Thursday, including our trivia game. But this is a special episode, which is more of a personal nature. If you will, this is some free bonus content for all of you fine listeners. If you are following the podcast page on Instagram, which you should, by the way, you probably know that I attended a conference that I was and still am pretty excited about. So I decided that I'd use this episode to talk a little bit about it this is a rabbit hole quite different from the regular ones because we are not really going to encounter any fake news or misinformation here but it is very much about skepticism so let's go right at it I guess for many of us, it has been the same for the past months. Here in Mexico, we started being confined to our homes in the middle of March. Unfortunately, many people seem not to take it seriously enough. And that's why this whole pandemic situation has never really gotten under control. And numbers are still rising. Therefore, we are still staying at home, now completing our fifth month. I bet in several other countries, especially in the Americas, the situation should be the same. That also means working from home. And I'm very glad and grateful that I can still do my job from home. Yes, we all had to adjust. And sometimes things did not work out the first time. But I think it's safe to say that with schools, we have done a good job keeping it all going. And now the new school year is going to start and we will continue to connect with our students in a virtual way. We had to adapt a lot, our whole routine has changed, not everything was for the better and not everything was for the worst. We had to find new ways of connecting with our friends and family, find new ways to do exercise and sports, and for many of us the sleep cycle has changed. Most of us do not commute to work in this new situation. In my case, that means almost two hours per day that I will not be stuck in traffic, that I can use for other things, but also two hours that I used to be listening to all my favorite podcasts. Well, just as all of you did, I also managed to establish some new routines that match the current situation, because who knows for how long this will continue. Do you remember that in the beginning of this situation on social media, people were exerting a lot of pressure that we all must, quote-unquote, come out of this with new skills, in better shape, speaking a new language, those kind of things? Well, we did not have the obligation for any of these, but surely the new routines opened the doors for doing things that we never had the chance to do before, because suddenly we had the extra time on our hands. And one of these things that we could all do is attending virtual events, such as conferences, webinars, workshops, and so on. So as I mentioned, I am an Avid podcast listener, and I have been for over a decade. Two of the first podcasts that I started listening to every week are the Skeptic's Guide to the Universe and the Geologic podcast. Both of them are already older than 10 years, and they both belong to the niche of skeptics podcasts. If you wish, they were the beginning of my own skeptic journey, and the reason that I discovered about myself that I am the skeptic, although I sometimes even doubt that. Quickly, for those who are not familiar with the podcasts, The Skeptic's Guide to the Universe, or short SGU, is a weekly panel podcast hosted and edited by the neurologist Dr. Stephen Novella, and co-hosted by his brothers Jay and Bob Novella, Evan Bernstein, and Santa Santamaria. All of them, except for Kara are from Connecticut. They have been doing this show for over 15 years now. Their podcast can be considered the official podcast of the New England Skeptical Society. The Geologic podcast is a weekly show hosted by George Rapp, who is really a multi-talent but mostly musician and comedian describes him the best. He is from Pennsylvania and he often also appears as a guest rogue on the SGU. This whole group of truly amazing people always had the tradition to record some live shows at different conferences throughout the year. Those conferences are mainly DragonCon, The Amazing Meeting TAM or pronounced Tem, held by the James Randi Educational Foundation, and the New England Conference for Science and Skepticism, the NECSS, pronounced nexus or Nietzsche. All those conferences have been held for a long time, but TAM has been discontinued a few years ago since James Randi, at the age of now 92 years old, has retired from those activities. Okay, on a very high position on my bucket list, there is the attendance to one of these conferences. But there are some obstacles to overcome. First of all, the distances. All of them mean that I have to travel to somewhere in the United States. That costs a significant amount of money and, well, the time. But that can be dealt with. Uh, You have a whole year to save for the occasion. The main issue is the timing. All these conferences have fixed dates, and unfortunately, they do not at all line up with my school calendar. For example, Nexus, was always held sometime in April, but mostly right after spring break. And two years ago, they moved it to a slot in June. So for a decade, I have been enjoying those live episodes on my iPod during my commute to work, but I never really had the chance to go there in person, to actually see the keynotes, to participate in workshops, and to meet and greet the who is who from science and skepticism. So far. Enter the stage, the coronavirus. It also has profoundly changed the plans of the SGU rogues. And yes, I think we should consider George Rapp the sixth rogue. In the beginning of the year, they had just announced to tour around the country with an interactive game show they call Skeptical Extravaganza. As I understand, they had plans to not only do those shows locally in New England, but eventually also to go across the country. So I was having my fingers crossed. Please come to Texas. Please come to Texas. You see, Kara is born in Texas, and it would be a reasonable road trip for myself if such a show were to be held in Dallas or Houston. But, well, we all know what happened. And all these extravaganza shows could not take place. But luckily for me, also Nexus, could not happen as a local conference. So the Novellas and George decided to hold a one-day online conference instead of the usual three-day format, which was just not possible. So they announced that on Saturday, August 1st, the first ever digital Nexus would take place. And since this was shorter and could not include all workshops and meet and greets, ticket prices were also reduced. Actually, they were reduced a lot. Instead of the usual ticket prices, which were, as I understand, somewhere around $200 for the whole weekend, plus the plane ticket and the hotel in my case, the access to this conference was only $25. And you could attend the thing at your computer in your own house, not worrying about what to wear, having your coffee next to you, And have one month of access to re-watch everything as you please. Still, for some reason, I could not make my mind up if I should do this. After all, this was a Saturday, after giving online classes for the entire week. And the weekend usually was uh, being family time. So, I started doing what I usually do in those cases. Overthinking. Until one day before the conference, when I finally talked to my wife about it and I decided, hey, it's just one day. And yes, I will pretty much be gluing my eyes to the screen and will be hyper-focusing on the whole conference, not even noticing what will go on around me. But it was such a unique opportunity. So on that Friday, on July 31st, one day before the actual conference, I paid those $25 dollars and received an email confirming my place at Nexus 2020 immediately. And boy, I do not regret this at all. Let me walk you through what was the conference, Nexus 2020. It actually started on Friday night, with a game show called You Can't Be Serious. George Rapp, of course, was the host, and there were three players involved. Andrea Jones-Roy, a social scientist and stand-up comedian from New York. Leon Lord, a comedian, writer and actress. And Bill Nye, who you all should know from Bill Nye the Science Guy. And more recently, Bill Nye Saves the World on Netflix. The whole game show consisted of five rounds. And I must say, each and every one of them are great games that I intend to use with my students in the classroom. In some adapted versions. Those are excellent brain breaks. They all require creativity, thinking out of the box, making connections, and they are a lot of fun. In fact, although the name was different, I am pretty convinced that what I witnessed was a show of skeptical extravaganza. Let me just tell you about some of the games. One game consisted of a list of four items and the players had to determine the common topic. An easy example would be the four items to be Paris, London, Berlin, and Rome, where here the topic is European capitals. But, of course, the game was not that easy. Everything was connected to science, skeptical topics, and nerd fandom. So, here's one example I made up, and let's see if you can figure out the connection. The four items are... Skull, Doom, Crusade, and Ark. Do you see the connection? Those are the final words of the Indiana Jones movie titles. Another game that was played was something like an enhanced version of the game Taboo. One contestant had to explain a whole phrase to another one, with a whole list of words being prohibited. And the other contestant had to get at least the keywords from that phrase correctly. For example, the phrase they used as the example was The Wolfman is emailing a photo of Carl Sagan to the International Space Station that is made out of Lego. And the list of taboo words was Frankenstein, Cosmos, Android, Billions, Dog, Wolf, Satellite, Toy, Blocks and Scandinavian. The whole game show was super fun, not only to watch, but also to play along. And I'm telling you, my coming 8th grade classrooms will get the pleasure to play some of these games with my own items for warm-ups and for brain breaks. Of course, not everything went as planned in the game show. There were a few glitches, like sometimes a participant being muted, or the points not showing correctly, things like that. But I was deeply impressed by the patience and the positive attitude shown by all the people involved, but especially by George Rapp, who was on camera for the whole time. So, huge respect. Okay, the game show was just the warm-up. On the following day, the Saturday, there were several one-hour-long speeches. Well, instead of having the guests speak for an hour, they had a time slot of about 20 minutes. And then George and one other interviewer would ask them some of their own questions. And finally, they would take our questions from the chat. That was the interactive part for us. And each one of these conversations was absolutely worth it. The first speaker was Scott E. Page, who presented his research about team building and efficient hiring. Next was one of the speakers I was very much looking forward to, Richard Wiseman, he showed a computer game that he helped develop, which teaches children the importance of physical distancing, and then he went on with some very useful tips about sleep. All of this, of course, with his very typical British Richard Wiseman humor. And of course, that's humor with OU. Deal with it. After that was a very interesting talk by Shane Campbell Staten with the title, Science fiction as a thought experiment, exploring the biology of superheroes, which was very interesting to listen to. And then another one of the highlights, a live recording of the SGU podcast, which, by the way, also means that this current Saturday, August 8th, I received a podcast episode that I already knew. So I wonder, should I re-listen? After the recording, there was a panel discussion about telemedicine, which was very current and up-to-date, of course. And then another speaker, David L. Hu, with the presentation titled Skepticism in Nature, from ant rafts to cubic poo. Actually, a huge chunk of this talk was about animal feces, which did not make it less interesting, not at all. This was followed by another presentation called Communicating the Pandemic, by Susie Wiles. There she shared the story of some cartoons about the current pandemic, where she collaborated and which went viral. All between these speeches there were short breaks with some music performances by skeptics and a video by George where he explains the genius of Ringo Starr from his point of view, which he also published on YouTube, so you can go watch it. And after this last speech, the break was another fascinating game which I want to take a few moments to describe, because it was hilarious. And by adapting it, this will be another great technique to use in my classroom for students to practice free speech. They called this game Next Slide Please, and it consisted of three PowerPoint presentations. And each of them had ten slides, which contained completely random, unrelated pictures or keywords. They were prepared for Steve Novella, Jay Novella, and George Rapp. So they had not seen them previously. And the task for us in the chat room was to come up with three different topics. And all three of them did a great job. But I want to focus on the example of Steve here, who was just in another league in my humble opinion. The rules went like this. The speakers had to give a five-minute talk, about the topic that they were given from the chat room in that moment, going through the slides, and they had to relate the slides to the topic. And the only other rule pretty much was, do not stop speaking. And Steve was simply brilliant at it. I mean, they were all, but it just beats me, how you can simply keep giving a fluent speech, totally improvising with information that you just get on the spot. But for me as a teacher, that would be a great exercise. That's a skill we all need in the classroom. So here is what Steve had to face. The topic given to Steve was how we know that squirrels rule the world. Okay, let that sink in. And just you get an idea, the pictures on the first slides, they went like this. Slide one showed three pairs of uncoordinated shoes. The next slide just showed an unlabeled pie chart and a piece of pie. Slide three showed two pictures, one of a blender and one of Godzilla. And the following slide showed two sports cards and a child on a tricycle, together with some percent numbers and arrows, and so on, 10 slides in total. Of course, you had to be there to really see how they performed. But again, it was just impressive to see how all three of them could just go on and on delivering their speeches almost without hesitating or going off the topic. Brilliant. And after that, finally, the absolute highlight of the conference, the keynote. For this year, they had Androyan. And it definitely would not do her justice at all just to introduce her as Carl Sagan's wife. Which, sure, that's who she is. But she herself is a brilliant science communicator. She was involved in the writing of all three seasons of the Cosmos TV show. And for this occasion, they did not simply have Androyan deliver a keynote speech, but instead they asked Bill Nye to join her and to do the whole thing as a conversation. And I must say, I was like hypnotized by it. Each of them on their own already knows how to captivate people with their words. Now imagine a conversation between the two. And the red thread that spun across the whole conversation was a mixture of passion for science and communication, of optimism, also about our future, and of humility. And I can just guess that all the other attendees were eating up every single word just as I was but there were a lot of questions in the chat. And of course, most of them could not be covered even. I could tell how humbled also George Rapp and Jay Novella were when they each had their turn to ask a question or make a comment. I mean, Android and Bill Nye are both responsible for so much great content that got a whole generation of people our age passionate about science, technology, engineering, and math or as we call the combination of all of this, STEM. So they took George's and Jay's questions. And George's question was just brilliant about the golden plate on the Voyager mission. And then they took a couple of questions from our chat room. And the whole thing went over 20 minutes longer than the hour that was planned. And if I had to decide, they could have gone on for several hours more but this eventually had to come to an end. And to wrap up the evening, we played one more trivia game, which involved all of us in the chat room. We would play by country, and I was one of only two players from Mexico, the majority of course being based in the United States. The game worked very well after it had to be postponed because it had failed earlier on. And us two people from Mexico managed to be better than the average from the US but slightly lower than the SGU who were playing as their own country. And I think the conference was a huge success because they opened it up virtually to the whole world. They had a greater number of attendances than ever before. Okay, enough about all these speeches and games that you dear rabbits were not able to witness but it was absolutely worth it. I just want to encourage you, if there are conferences which will now be held digitally or workshops or webinars, and they are often for free or like this conference, are reasonably cheap, do not hesitate and take the chance to attend. Those are unique experiences that are absolutely worth it. Seriously, don't be like me who tends to overthink things, and even overthink my own overthinking. And by doing that, I was just hours away from missing out on this experience. And I had so much fun during the whole conference. I learned about topics a lot that I was interested in, and other topics I didn't even know that were interesting. And I walked away with several new ideas to adapt and to apply in my middle school classroom. And I can't wait to do so. And I got to see the talk between Bill Nye and Androyan Live! And I'm now looking forward to other events, such as Skeptics in the Pub, which are especially popular in the English-speaking countries and are also being held digitally these days. I hope to attend one of those too. And why not even start my own Skeptics in the Pub chapter for Monterrey, Mexico? We could start virtually and when conditions permitted eventually take an already established group of people out to the pub. All these ideas, just because I took that decision to go for it and buy the ticket for Nexus or Nietzsche. And the best part, I get time to rewatch anything I'm interested in as many times as I want for a month, which you don't really get in a conference that you physically attend. And if next year I get the chance to attend again, and this time for real, those $25 would be discounted and Nexus 2020 would have been effectively for free. We will see what happens next year. My highly estimated rabbits. Did you get a good taste of what Nexus 2020 was like? Do you feel sad now that you didn't make it or didn't even know about it? Well, you can still register for it and watch the whole stream as many times as you wish in the whole month of August. It is still possible. The link will be given in the show notes. Well, dear rabbits, this is all for today's episode. A bonus episode that I thought would be quite short and turned out to be way longer than the average episode. Thank you so much for spending some time and listening to me. I hope you enjoyed it and learned something. You can find my podcast on Instagram at Where Did the Rabbit Go. Over there, you can also participate in the trivia games every Tuesday. If you like the show and you want to support me, there are very easy and painless ways to do so. You can rate and review the show. That would make it easier for other people to find the podcast as well. And please subscribe to the show so you get it into your podcast feed automatically every time there is a new episode, like this bonus episode. Communicate with me using the hashtag WhereDidTheRabbitGo on Instagram or Twitter. Stay safe and stay curious. And until next Thursday, I am Marco and this has been Where Did the Rabbit Go.